This episode is brought to you by Seed. Probiotics are most effective when they make it to your colon, alive. That's why Seed developed a patented two-in-one capsule that safeguards viability of its DSO-1 daily symbiotic through digestion to deliver the maximum dose to your colon. No refrigeration necessary. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Tuesday morning. Hope all is going well with you. It's been freezing up here in the Northeast recently, which is just the way I like it in the wintertime. So glad everything's functioning well with the weather. Um, so today, elephant kratom. Why do I want to talk about elephant kratom? It's because it's such an interesting variety of kratom. And it's not, that's not really what I thought at first when I learned about it. Because the first time that I learned about elephant kratom, I got it as a free sample, which is how I've learned about a lot of new types of kratom. And I tried it. And it had a mild effect. It was very pleasant. Didn't really stick out to me. And as I looked things up on the internet, there wasn't much information about elephant kratom. And even today, you know, there is, there's kind of some scant information about it. And really the, the primary information you can find that most sites will agree on, and that's kind of uh, foreshadowing there because most sites don't seem to agree on a lot of things when it comes to elephant kratom, one of the things they do agree on is why it's called elephant kratom. And the reason why is because the leaves are huge. <laughs> and as they say, shaped like elephant ears. I don't know how much that's true. I just think that they call it elephant kratom because the leaves are ginormous. So let's stick with that. Um, so, you know, granted, the leaves are huge elephant kratom. So that that's all I've known for a while now. Recently, I bought a one ounce package of kratom. It was a new type of white uh, blend of kratom for me. And part of the blend was elephant. And that kind of got me back into wondering more about the elephant variety of kratom and if there's more to it than just the leaf size. Because, you know, this this podcast is really helping me dig into things that I haven't really thought about much before. And I love that. I absolutely love it. So time to do some research, right? So I've been digging into it a little bit and thought I'd share what I've been finding so far. And I wanted to share my experience with Elephant Kratom, both in the past with this blend and on its own. So that's the plan for today. So let's hop right in. All right. So here we go. Elephant Kratom. Yes, it's big leaves and, you know, maybe elephant ear shaped uh, leaf brings the name Elephant Past that, what do we know? Well, past that, the things that I've found on websites seem to contradict each other after that fact. <laughs> and, you know, granted, websites that are selling Kratom will have different things, and every single one of them, the descriptions will ultimately say, like, this is one of the most popular forms of Kratom, if not the most, and, you know, everybody's, you know, buying this type and, you know, oh, what do you know? We sell it too, <laughs> right? So that's kind of like 
typical. But you know, you can you can find one or two sites that aren't selling kratom that will talk about elephant. And of those sites that I read, you know, it really starts to differ when it comes to the effects because most sites seem to say that the effects of elephant kratom are milder, but in different ways. So here's what I've found. I've found that a few different sites will mention that the white variety of elephant kratom, which is, of course, most people know, you know, white means more uppity, is not that uppity. It's more mild. And that kind of makes me think of white horn in a way. I've done plenty of episodes on white horns. You should check those out if you want. But that's kind of what it reminds me of, the way that they describe it. The first time I had elephant kratom, it was green. So only recently have I tried the white variety of elephant kratom. And I seem to agree with that aspect of some of these websites' analyses. And that is that the white elephant kratom is milder. It's not as stimulative. Stimulative? Is that a word? Not quite sure. It's the holidays. Give me a pass. (laughs) Notice how I always have an excuse whenever I don't know a word. Anyway. All right, back to the matter at hand. Um, Yeah, I mean, so it's not that... uh, It doesn't have as much of a stimulant type of property, even though it is a white. If you do have the white elephant, or at least that's my experience with it. But it did, you know, it did offer up some stimulation. And I found it to be a great one to use in combination with other varieties of kratom, which ultimately led me to, you know, my interest in this blend, which I'll talk about in a bit. So that's something that a few sites do agree on. Other ones don't. Other ones will say, oh yeah, the white, you know, elephant kratom is very popular and people like to use it for stimulation and yada yada. You know, it's like a copy paste paragraph. So I try not to put too much emphasis on those ones. But uh, anyway, I like to mention what I find regardless of what I think about it. So that that's kind of what I heard about white. And then red elephant, you know, I haven't found much material on red elephant. But what I have found is that some people even talk about white elephant kratom as being more like a red than a white. And I don't think that I've found that to be true. But, you know, I guess I could see how that could be the case. And I, I you know, Again, all of this in saying I do understand that everybody's body is different, so I want to make sure I say that out loud at some point here because just because it affects me one way doesn't mean that it won't affect someone else a different way, and I don't want to say that their you know words have no meaning or anything like that. Uh, it's just what I'm finding. But, um, you know, everybody's body is different. So I've said it. It's on record. Let's move on. So, y- yeah, I haven't found it to be like a red at all. But I have found it to be like a very mild, mild white, very similar, very similar to white horn for me. Um, I have found mainly, though, that green elephant kratom seems to actually be somewhat popular and maybe more common. And I've found that listed on a few websites as well. But um, but also just through my own research, I've I've found that green elephant kratom does seem to pop up a lot so i i could buy that but um but that was the first one i ever tried was the green elephant and that one was you know again i know i keep using the word mild it really was mild it it wasn't not of course that i was looking i was expecting it to be like you know stimulative we'll use that word because it's green but um 
but it was surprisingly mild. It was almost like a filler, you know? It was almost like... It was almost as if I, I took it and if I wanted to take it again, it would just be for the sake of taking Kratom. Like, it was kind of like it wasn't doing much for me. It, you know, maybe it enhanced whatever else I took that day, but not by much. Maybe it made that other stuff last longer, but not by much. It just, you know, not nothing spectacular. It didn't really grab me. So that was my only experience with it a few years ago. Fast forward to now, I just got this blend, and it's a blend of white elephant kratom and white mangda and the white elephant white mangda combination is pretty good i have to say it almost makes me feel like i took again you guessed it white horn and white mangda together and that's a good combination um but you know i wanted to make sure that i had a very uh focused view of this one so i took i i bought white elephant kratom and tried it on its own and it kind of confirmed my suspicions that it was a very mild white it it but but i want to be careful in saying this because i don't want anyone to think that i that i you know don't find elephant kratom useful because taking the white elephant on its own i did enjoy it like it actually, it, it had offered a mild stimulation. It made me um, happy in doing my work, um, which is what I'm always looking for in a white when I'm doing work and, and using Kratom. It's important to me that that whatever I am taking, at the very end of the day and at the, at the very least, my day went well and my mood was good and I can offer up some of that success to the Kratom, right? That's kind of what I'm looking for. So I, I can definitely say for certain that I did get that from the white elephant, but it just, you know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't that spectacular. It just, you know, it did the job, but it's like, that's not going to be a go-to for me. And I'm not going to be ordering eight ounces or a kilogram of any sort of elephant kratom anytime soon. Does that make sense? So that's kind of my takeaway from elephant kratom. And now that you've heard my spiel and a little bit about what I've found on some websites, I'll go a little bit more in depth with with what I've been finding and and also just kind of like want to ruminate a little bit on why it is that the information on this one is just so varied. And I know that if you look around about any type of Kratom, you can find varied information about it. So obviously there's nothing special there, but I have found that the information is, you know, a little bit more varied when it comes to elephant than others. And so just to ruminate a little bit on that and why, uh, after we go through a couple of these, uh, articles on elephant will be interesting. So let's do that. So here we go. Looking at one place, um, this is fingerlakes1.com. They talk about white elephant kratom as a rare kratom strain, which is popular among many kratom enthusiasts, which of course, to me, the instant you say that, it's like, okay, that's, (laughs) I've heard that about every single strain. It's amazing how rare and popular every single strain of kratom is, right? (laughs) Um, So anyway, let's move past that though. That's old news. So it talks about white elephant kratom. Uh, named after the fact the leaves resemble elephant ears. No big shocker there. Um, 
And it, so then it goes into, since white elephant kratom leaves are much larger compared to usual kratom leaves, it is believed to have a unique chemical profile featuring a higher concentration of alkaloids. It is considered as a potent kratom variety and is highly sought after by many kratom lovers. So that's interesting because taking away the kind of BS that you can always filter out of some of these articles, let's just, you know, call it as it is and move on. Taking away some of that, I would like to know how much of that's true. Like, because the leaves are bigger, what does that mean about the concentration of alkaloids? Is that the case? And and if so, why why would that be? Why would it be that just because a leaf is bigger, the alkaloids are going to be more concentrated? It just doesn't seem quite right to me. But however, you know, <laughs> I don't know. So I'm I'm really I'm pleading my ignorant card here today, just wondering if anybody does know. Let me know. I'd, I'd be interested to find out if leaf size correlates with alkaloid strength or you know uh, density. And, and is that the case with other plants too? You know, that's something else that I'd like to know because it doesn't necessarily just have to be kratom. It could be like some other uh, plant where the leaf size is larger. And, and so as a result of that, you find more of its properties like concentrated, not like relative to its size, but that's what it's saying. It's not saying relative to the size of the plant. It's saying it's concentrated more because it's a bigger leaf. I don't really know about that, but you know, be interesting to find out so that's what that site is is telling me and uh something that that i found interesting so moving along here into the next uh source this is kratomsourceusa.com looking at elephant kratom now this is interesting because they bring up the same thing about the concentration in a different way. They say, due to the larger size of the leaves, the kratom tree has the ability to store a larger proportion of key alkaloids, like metragenine, 7-hydroxymetragenine. The higher concentration of the primary alkaloids is also the key reason why elephant kratom is one of the most popular strains out there. Um, and then it says it's rare as well. But that, the thing that I don't get about this is like... If it has a higher concentration of alkaloids, why is it such a mild variety of kratom? I would also like, if somebody could answer that for me, I'd appreciate it. Because this whole time I thought that the alkaloids are what gives something its kick. Regardless of what kind of kick that is, it might be if it's a red and it has a lot of alkaloids, I'd ex like a red tie, you know, I'd expect to be more sedated just as much as, you know, anything. So... Um, I don't know. Elephant is kind of confusing my perception of Kratom more than I want it to. <laughs> and I don't feel like having an existential crisis around Kratom and why the effects are the way they are right now. So I'm not going to. But, um, but, but I mean, then it also comes from the drying process and yada yada. But anyway, I just, I'm kind of confused. And then it goes into how it's a rare strain, just like the other one says rare. But then it says it's um, the, the green variety of Kratom is the most popular. And the other site said that white variety was most popular. <laughs> and then um, it says that you can find, you know, it in all three of the vein colors. It says you can also maybe find it in yellow and gold if you're lucky, but it's very rare. 
So that is what that site says. Final site. Uh, this is Kratom.org. Straight and easy enough. So it says that Green Elephant Kratom is... Um, it mimics the ear shape of the elephant. Uh, it's grown in northwestern areas of Sumatra I- Island in Indonesia. The other two places that I just visited, the other two websites said just Indonesia. So this is a little more specific. It says the environment is perfect for growing potent green elephant kratom due to the fertile soil and cooler climate. Since green elephant is grown deep in the rainforest, there aren't many large-scale commercial farms dedicated to growing this specific strain. Ah, so... Now the rare element comes in, and this is why it might be rare. It says, this means many vendors usually do not have a reliable source. It can be somewhat rare to come by. Uh, the farmers who grow and harvest elephant strains are usually Ayurvedic farmers, which means no chemical ad- additives are involved in the growing process, and the finished product is organic. Being organic and naturally grown gives this kratom an extra earthy taste. I haven't personally found that, but I'd be interested if other people have found that. I I did not notice a difference in taste at all with Elephant Kratom, any of the times I've taken it. Then it says it's also derived from more natural, oh no, more mature leaves, which has a higher concentration of metragenine. Okay, so now it's saying the same thing. Um, It says uh, the effects of the green... Uh, are said to come on more quickly, and most users notice results within 20 minutes. Okay. So, um, this one, though, however, then it goes into the effects of elephant kratom, and it says mild pain relief is the number one effect. Then it says increased energy levels. It says improved mood, concentration and focus, anxiety relief. So this is another one of those things where the sites differ on because this one's saying that increased energy levels is the number two most common effect. And this is the green elephant. And it's almost saying that green elephant is more of an energy booster than white elephant. The other two are saying white elephant isn't even that much of an energy booster. And then this one's saying it's a number one for mild pain relief, but the other two didn't mention pain relief at all. So when you really look at like the details of what the heck elephant is good for, I don't know. Like, after visiting a number of websites, these are just three that I kind of picked out of a hat before this episode. But looking at a number of websites, it, they don't seem to agree on anything when it comes to the specifics. Um, uh, the only things that they can agree on is that it's shaped like an elephant ear, <laughs> uh, which is debatable. It might just be a, it's just a bigger leaf. And then, and then that it's considered rarer. Okay? So... Other than that, I'm having a tough time pulling out specifics that everybody can agree upon. So topping it all off and kind of, you know, finishing out this episode, looking at my own effects from it, I can say, you know, I can't speak to the rarity and I can't speak to, you know, the concentration of alkaloids or what that means. Um, All I can say is that from my personal experience with the green elephant and the white elephant, I don't think I've noticed much of a difference. I think that the green elephant didn't really do much for me at all, but it wasn't, you know, I could tell something was going on. I think the white elephant was kind of reminding me of a white horn. I think it's much better used in combination with something else. Um, It's not something that I necessarily will revert to buying every day or anything like that. 
but if I am in a, a crunch or don't have any other kratom around and somehow have, you know, can get my hands on some elephant kratom, I surely will do so, but um, likely only if it's a white. And that's kind of my primary takeaway with elephant. Uh, if anybody has some more insight into this, please leave me a message about it. You can email me at anything, everything, kratom at gmail.com or click the link in the description of this episode and leave a voice message for me. And if you want it played in the episode, just let me know and I will play it. Uh, if you don't, let me know and I will not play it. Uh, but just want your input and, and love having the community pitch in with uh, the knowledge you all have because you certainly have more than I do collectively, if not individually. And um, uh, I'm here to learn just as much as I hope you all are. So thanks so much for listening in and uh, be back tomorrow. Take it easy, everybody. Bye-bye.